You're listening to the Zinger Nation Power Hour, where we give you the rundown on the hottest trades and stock ideas. For the best experience and most up-to-date information, tune in live on the Benzinga YouTube channel, weekdays at noon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley, that is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday, hump day, best day of the week. I'm getting an echo, producer Rohan. Hearing myself twice there. There we go, it's gone. Uh, but what's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday, as Mitch and the intro so graciously told you. This is, in fact, the power hour. Ready to get rocking and rolling today. I'm going to start the day off the way that I start every single day. Uh, which is, why are we here? Why are we spending this time together? I, I, I love addressing that one, guys. And it's because we want this to be the best trade idea resource out there. That's what we're going for. We, we want this this to be the, the, the two hours of ideas. We're going from now till 2 o'clock Eastern. We're going to have ideas coming from myself, from, from our guests, and most importantly, from all of you out there in Zinger Nation who hang out with us every single day. We, we have not done it yet this week, so I think it is time to, to bring some Zinger Nation calls into the fold. So, so producer Rohan, throw that phone number up there, and let, let's let's get some dials in, guys. If you want to call in, the floor is yours. Three minutes, pitch whatever stock you want. Uh, if, if you want to talk through an education thing, we can do that too. Um, but but it's, it's, oh, the lines are open for Zinger Nation. Just dial that. We'll get Just flowing, guys. In the chat, anybody drop in what, what sorts of stocks you're looking at today on my radar. Uh... I have four stocks to pitch. These are not new stocks. These are stocks that, that I currently hold. Uh, they've got upcoming catalysts. I still have conviction in them. I'm, I'm not trimming positions or anything along those lines. So, so I will pitch those four names for you there. Uh, we, we have a, a decent tidbit of news we can start off with. Uh, I want to do a recap on some of the things Ripster went over yesterday. So, so Ripster gave us a couple nuggets. He gave us a couple stocks that he likes right now for swing trades. And then also, more importantly, uh, the, the first day of April. He really is, is watching the first day of April to see where the market opens. Use that as an indicator as, as, as to how the month will follow. Uh, at 12.30 Eastern today, uh, we're, we're bringing on Sylvia from Defiance ETFs. Uh, yesterday, if you will recall, we, we, we talked about the, the new hydrogen power ETF from Direction. We, we got some good feedback there, and you know how producer AB is. He's fast. Uh, when, when you guys when you guys want things when you like things he, he works on, on getting some more booked so 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 they'll talk about a couple of interesting 5g funds uh, energy funds that they have etc and, and then one o'clock eastern mark Hess, ceo of eng power eng uh, Global is going to be joining us on the Power Hour, and then at 1:30, uh, we're, we're going to be talking with, with an economist. So nice little well-rounded day, right? We're 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 going to talk some stocks. We're going to talk some news. We're going to talk some eco economics. We're going to talk ETFs, and and so that is what I have up on the agenda. And, and again, guys, drop your tickers into the chat. I see Jay Towers talking about ticker XL. Um, you know, if you have stocks to, to look at, put them in the chat. I've got my notepad. I always have my notepad. I'll, I'll jot them down and, and we'll get to them. Other important update. This is day two 
with, with the new soundboard. There's a folder called Motivation. I have not clicked into this one yet. Uh, so, so I'm going to give this a, a start. War face! Ah! That's a war face! Now let me see your war face! All right, I like it. That that one gets a pass. That one gets a pass. But uh, but all right. Uh, so, so, so a couple of interesting news items today. Uh, let, let's start off by looking at ticker YVR. That's Liquid Media Group. Uh, really interesting situation here. If you guys recall, last week on the Power Hour, we, we had the CEO on the show uh, talk to them about their, their plans for NFTs. And and guys, I'm I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit for this one, okay? Uh, and, and hopefully you, you can too. Literally just yesterday, I, I said I, the, the NFT comments out of YVR were very interesting. Because the CEO didn't just say that, that they are uh, checking out um, NFTs or they're doing research. The, the exact quote out of the interview was, we are figuring out how to integrate NFTs into our business. Which I think goes a, for a lot further than, than the, some of these other rumored NFT plays. I did not buy the stock just because I'm, I'm too close to the story, right? I, I have been talking to the company, so I don't want to, you know, get, get, get involved there or anything along those lines. But literally just yesterday I said, they, they, the CEO said they're figuring out how to integrate it into the, the company. Today, we do have confirmation that the company is getting in on some uh, NFT action. Um, and, and so stock up 31% there. Uh, all right, uh, on the more serious news front, uh, we got some details out, out of Infrastructure Week. I'm going to go ahead and pull up a chart on Tesla, ticker TSLA. Uh, but, but this is Infrastructure Week for the Biden administration. Something that we now know is that EV charging stations are going to be a part of the big infrastructure plan. Uh, so that is bullish, of course, for, for all of your electric vehicle plays, along with the, the charging networks and, and some of those related charging stocks. And, of course, you know if they're spending any sort of money on infrastructure, it, it trickles down to, to some of the more traditional providers like a Caterpillar, materials companies, etc. But, again, the, the big new piece of information that we got today out of Infrastructure Week is that an EV charging network will be a part of that. that that's not something that other administrations had really done in scale. Um, so, so it'll be interesting to, to hear how companies respond to that. Uh, so, so stay tuned if you are in the EV stocks. If you're interested in the EV stocks, uh, keep, keep an eye on them this week, especially as, as we get some more action out of those. Um, another interesting piece of news. I'm trying to grab news that, that may have missed people's radars. Uh, but another interesting one. Egypt. Egypt uh, president making some very serious statements. I want to pull up the exact quote here, so, so give me one second. Uh, but, but Egypt came out, and they are talking about a dam that Ethiopia is trying to build. Uh, essentially, Ethiopia is, is working on a dam on the Nile, um, you know, in, in, in energy source, etc., cetera, uh, water source. Uh, the president of Egypt, not, not a big fan, I guess, that this dam has, has been discussed for several years. Uh, Ethiopia is just proceeding and building on it. Um, but, but today, Egypt came out with the strongest statement yet that they, they've made. The exact quote is, instability that nobody can imagine, end quote. That, that's coming from, from the Egyptian president, and, and he's saying that if this dam uh, actually gets filled and gets put into operation, the region will see instability uh, that, that no one can imagine. So so very stark comment there from him. Um, you know, of course, you know, that, that has global trade implications. It, it has energy implications. Egypt is not a part of OPEC, uh, but still instability in the region, obviously not uh, not a super bullish uh, oil, oil type move, etc. cetera. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. Then let's do one 
fun piece of news for us today, and then we will get into the stock ideas. Uh, let me pull this one out. If you guys remember, the, the, the big thing that we were dealing with yesterday, all right, the, the big thing we were trying to overcome was related to this Kathy Wood Space ETF. Let me go ahead and, and pull that one up. It's uh, ARKX, I believe. There it is. Let's get a one-day chart. It just started. That's a boring. Okay. All right. Not putting up a chart of that one. All right. But 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 the big the big item the big hurdle we were trying to get over yesterday was we have this new Kathy Wood Space ETF. A lot of the holdings made sense to us. There were a couple which didn't. If you guys recall, uh, Netflix. Netflix and the space ETF, we were trying to, to figure it out. I saw people saying, well, maybe it's because Netflix has space documentaries. There's your space exposure. You know, on a more serious note, some people suggested the streaming technology that they have. Um, but but there, there's the deal with that one. The other one that, that sort of tripped us up a little bit, John Deere. John Deere is in that Kathy Wood space ETF. We were wondering what the hell are they going to be uh, building tractors for Mars. Is that why John Deere is here? But check this out on my screen. John Deere uh, having some fun with this one. Uh, look at what John Deere tweeted. They said, we'll be ready. <laughs> with, 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 with regard to, to them being a space play. I mean, obviously, it's all tongue in cheek. But but very much fun for to see a company like this to to see John Deere you know put put out something like that and say all right space we're we're coming for you. So so there's the move there. All right guys let let let's get into let's do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna line up our, our next little bit of time. So so we're gonna hit two tickers out of the chat. We're gonna hit XL Fleet and then we're also gonna hit Palantir. Two interesting ones today, and then I'm going to do, do two, two trade ideas, right? I'm going to reiterate, double down on two stock trade ideas that I have, um, and, and then we'll, we'll make another decision as, as to what we want to do next. Luke, uh, can I just uh, can I hop on and yeah. say something real quick? Yeah. Uh, it, it's been like, I don't know, five minutes. We have 558 people watching, and I've yet to receive a single phone call. So I need you guys to tell me if this isn't working or are you guys just not calling. So drop a one or if you've tried calling and it just hasn't worked or just drop a two if you don't feel like calling. But uh, if not, then call. 512-7047. Okay. Luke, we're about to get you like three times. All right, I'm just calling in to pitch a, a stock, okay? All right, I'm on the phone lines. I, I want to pitch a stock. All right, I, I said I've got four ideas for today. I'm going to do the first one of four. All right, I, I'm, I'm doubling down on my Leslie's call, ticker L-E-S-L, Lima, Echo, Sandy, Lima. All right, the, the, the thesis for this one is that they are having what is historically their slowest quarter of the year. Um, but then they got this nice fr freeze over in Texas and the southern half of the U.S., we, we saw uh, pipes burst. We, we, we called stores that people were not able to get supplies. It's originally a Chris Miller pick. Um, the estimates have not reflected it. The stock price has what was flat when I got in. The stock price has since sold off. Uh, and for that reason, I, I specifically think, think that now is a good entry for Leslie's into earnings. I typically don't buy stock into earnings specifically unless I have a good thesis for it. 
and again, they, there's there's the catalyst. I, I think we're going to see very strong top line numbers out of Leslie's into the, the uh, Q1 report. We'll get that within the next three weeks, four weeks or so. Stock is depressed, doubling down on the Leslie's call. All right. How, how's that, producer Rohan? That was pretty great. do that uh when you can you don't have to be like looking at camera and smiling you can just be pacing around and, and doing your thing okay <laughs> yeah let's look at it okay so nobody wanted to call hey we have a call coming now should we bring him on mm-hmm. what's up you're on the power hour yo you need a call and i'm calling all right let's hear it what's up Let's 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 talk about NIO. It's dropping. Are we getting? Are we gonna go up because of a uh, good old Biden or what's going on? All right, let's pull up the chart. I'm gonna throw this on the screen here. We're talking about Neo ticker NIO. Uh, let's go back. So, all right, I'm these sorry, are daily candles. Has got a lot of my attention right now. Which what does? Lafu has a lot of my attention right now, so that's why no one's calling in. I love it. All right. I- I mean, this Neo bounce looks decent. Uh, I like the support. It looks like it's put in. Plus, you have this news coming out of Infrastructure Week with, with the Chargers. I, I sort of like Neo right here. Okay. Where are you at with it? I am at 37.50 on that. But I'm, I'm like waiting, hoping today it'll go up. Is it, like, is it a day trade or a swing trade or what? Uh, it's going to be a swing trade. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for it overnight. With Biden, it jumps to thirty nine forty bucks. All right, well, we'll see. I mean, from from a swing trade perspective, I think the thing looks good. You, you've got positive news around it. You you don't have any sort of earnings risk coming out, um, or, or really news risk in general. I, I don't foresee there being a, a ton of, of China comments. Plus, you got some really strong support built in there. I I sort of like this one as a swing trade. All right, so you like it for a swing? All right, I like it for a swing. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out to the chat. If you guys like Neo right here, Zinger Nation, give us the ones. If not, throw us the two. And we'll see where everybody's at with it. And what's your name, man? It's Quinn. Quinn, thank you so much for calling in. I was getting bored all. Yeah, you bet, man. Have a good one. All right, you too. Boom! There it is. There we go. We got our call. All right, shout out Quinn. Representing Zinger Nation, we got a lot of people in Europe, I guess, who, who, who can't can't make the dials. And the chat is pretty mixed on this one. We, we we've got a mixed bag on the Neo again, guys. The question was, uh, uh, Neo, you like it or not? One, if you like the stock right here. Two, if you do not. But the group is 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 pretty mixed on it. Should we take another? Let's do it. Let's rip it, baby. What's up? You're on the power hour. Oh, fantastic. How's it going, man? We're doing pretty good. How about you? Uh, doing great. Doing great. Let's, uh, my name's Kyle. Let's jump right into it. Let's check out CLSK. Clean Spark. Clean Spark. All right. All right. What are you thinking? Okay. So these guys are not only a Bitcoin play, but they also develop software to run microgrid technology. And with all of this infrastructure talk and what just happened down in Texas with the, the big storm, uh, these guys have a pretty good solution to, uh, to knock that kind of stuff off from happening. So um, 
it's it's a little bit of both. It's a nice balance between uh, crypto, blockchain, and infrastructure. So, so do do you know this stock well? Uh, I've just been researching it over the past, uh, I'd say, two to three weeks. Do Do they make revenue from the microgrid system right now? That's a good question. Um, I, I am not sure if if that's. I think this is a, a forward looking technology. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's sort of interesting. Um, I, I've J- Jason Rasnick, I believe, is still in this one. Which, if you guys notice, Jason's not here this week. He says the viewer count is too low, so that's why you need to like and share the stream. All right, throwing that one out there. <laughs> Just as I got my new song. Right now. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's a good one. Uh, but 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 yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of interesting. Do, uh, do, does the stock move with crypto? Do you know with, with the price of Bitcoin? Yes, it, it it follows Bitcoin pretty closely. They just had an offering at twenty two dollars a share uh, two weeks ago, I think. And with that money, they bought a bunch of uh, miners. They have they don't have them up and running yet, but I think uh, they're expected to get those up and running in June or July. Um, and so they'll continue to follow Bitcoin pretty closely with with the added buffer of this microgrid software tech, which I think you know who knows, man. I, I don't know. It's promising long term. Yeah, and shout out Ruel in the chat who just celebrated a birthday on Monday, uh, saying that they do make money from the microgrids right now. Um, the 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 thing that I think is most interesting about this company, and basically their pitch with the microgrid system is, we're going to be able to to provide energy way cheaper than anybody else can. Right, that that's what they're going for. Um, and, and they they came out and they said in order to prove that to everybody. We're going to mine Bitcoin cheaper than anybody else can mine Bitcoin. We're going to put our money with our, where our mouths are. Uh, we're going to get some of that crypto exposure. Um, and, and then we're going to show the world that we can do this so cheaply by, by mining Bitcoin really cheap. So, so, so I sort of like, if, if you're saying it's June when they're going to have those Bitcoin mining machines online, I sort of like getting into that June catalyst. I'm not in it right now, um, but, but I'll throw that one down on the watch list. That's, that's pretty Fair convenient enough. for them, too, to be like, all right, we're going to use Bitcoin as like a proof of case, but then they also happen to get, you know, Bitcoin from it, so it can't hurt. All right. All right. Yeah, awesome, yeah. Kyle, man. I appreciate it. Any other yeah, thanks, talk Luke. You're badass. <laughs> thanks, dude. All right. And I'm going to throw this one right. out to Zinger Nation as well. We, we did it for Neo. Uh, if you guys like Clean Spark here, last price I have, 2370 uh, if you like the stock, throw the one in the chat. If not, throw the two. Let, let's get the creative juices flowing, right? That's what Zinger Nation is all about. Let, let's get the ideas. Let's get the feedback loop. I'm seeing the tickers flow in the chat. I love it. Um, like, HOFV keeps popping up. We'll look at that one real quick. Hall of Fame Resorts. I don't know. I'm going to be honest here. I don't really want to because the company is awesome. I think the jig is a little bit up. I don't know what what other news they can have, right? Like the news is already out. We already got the pop. Um, maybe it turns into a PR engine, and there's more and more news that comes out. But I think a lot of the news is already out in this one. Um, you know, so if you're looking at at it for like a short term, hundred percent move, I wouldn't expect to see it. Uh, it's a really interesting company. So if you're looking at it for a long term, hundred percent move, I can I can totally get that. Um, but I don't know that that's where I'm at with, with Hall of Fame. All right, and Kyle Stock, Clean Spark, de- definitely a favorite of the chat. Let's go. A uh, lot of ones in there for Clean Spark. Again, the question was one, if you like Clean Spark right here, uh, and, and then two, if you do not. And, and again, let, let's test out the soundboard. As hot. 
That's hot. All right, that's hot. I like it. And one more. Yay, capitalism. Okay, that's a good one too. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, let, 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 let's keep it ripping. Uh, I'll, I'll go through. I, I promise you guys I have four stocks that, that, I, that I currently own in the live portfolio. Let, let's click over to that. We haven't checked out the live portfolio yet today, but but looking pretty decent. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take uh, so spies up how much today? Spies up 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 a decent bit today, reapproaching those all time highs. Um, you know, we're we're making some good money in in the daily PL and the live portfolio. Um, but but let's talk about a, a couple stocks that that I'm in already right now. Uh, I want to do do some more conviction on uh, General Motors. This is one that I'm going to throw out again. This is sort of a, a swing trade play for me, ticker GM. You can see we, we bought the stock uh, several weeks ago. Um, you know, it, it's basically been flat, right? Two 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 and a half percent change since we got into the ticker. Um, couple of things going on for GM. Uh, the electric Hummer. I, I don't necessarily love it as a product, but but I do think it's interesting as a stock catalyst. Um, the, the the company has already signaled to us that they are going to spend a ton of money advertising that that electric Hummer that's coming out. Uh, you know, we, we saw last night and NCAA tournament. They've been advertising like crazy over there. I'm sure those are not cheap commercial spots to buy. You know, it's, it's sort of like a, a tier two if we're, we're coming down from the Super Bowl. Um, so and, and then pre-orders for that start in April. The, the end of April is when there's going to be pre-orders, so we might get some very positive PR of, you know, hey, we, we ran out of pre-orders in one day, the site crashes, that sort of thing. Um, you know, when, whenever I am getting into a position, I, I always look at, at, at two things, right? I've got my story, my catalyst, and then I also have the numbers behind it. Um, so, so from the number side of things, the stock is trading at just below eight times EV to EBITDA. So, so it's pretty darn cheap. And, and actually trading them cheaper than a lot of its auto peers. So, so even if we get the catalyst wrong, it does not get a pop from, from that electric uh, Hummer. Um, we're not going to get cracked in the name. So, so that was part of the impetus for, for getting into the trade. And then again, let, let's see if we get some positive headline momentum behind it. You know, EVs in general haven't been the, the as, as hot as like your cryptos or your NFTs. Um, but, but again, I like that, that they signal they're going to spend money on it. They're following through. We're seeing that ad spend come through. Does that drive some buzz in the stock? We have the pre-orders coming up that, that, that's sort of why I'm in this one for a swing trade. And again, the numbers look okay. So even if we get the thesis wrong, uh, we, we should be still okay with the stock. Um, and all right. I, I also want to recap Ripster, Rippy Rip, uh, favorite of the chat, fa favorite of the FinTwit community. If you guys do not follow him, it's Ripster47 on Twitter. Make sure you do that. He, he's he's one of the best educators out there. Uh, yesterday, he was talking about SPY, okay? Um, and and he's specifically into the upcoming month. So so Ripster, a lot of times he gives us some, some nice swing trades. Yesterday, he was going a little bit more macro with things. He, he, he was talking just, just higher level market. Right now, he said he's a lot of cash. He did give us some, some favorite stocks right now. Let me see if I pulled this page out of my sheet. I, I can give you a stocks that he talked about yesterday too. So he gave us two stocks. So, so I'll go over each of those in a second yesterday. Two stocks for a swing trade. Uh, but, but his bigger point was uh, he wants to see the S&P 500 or, or SPY close above 398 tomorrow, April 1st. 
basically he, he said he's zooming out to, to the monthly candles on the s p 500 he wants to see a nice strong green candle let's start the month off at all-time highs uh if the the s p is enters the month you know at all-time highs we go into that long weekend he, he thinks that generally it's bullish it, it's suggesting that that the rest of the month will follow uh if not we start the month off with weakness um you know you know he's he's gonna have uh issues so so, so there's the deal there, guys. Yesterday, there were so many comments in the chat that saying that SPY is not going to get to 398. Um, you know, we were 393-ish or so when, when he was on yesterday, maybe even 392. Today, we are right there, right within striking distance, right at that all-time high on the S&P 500. Uh, so, so, so again, guys, just, just recapping that segment from Ripster yesterday. He wants to see, looking at the monthly charts, a nice, solid green candle on the first day of the month, see, see the index at all-time highs and, and carry some momentum through the rest of the month. Uh, I, I just teased that I would give his uh, two swing trades that he dumped on us yesterday. Tickers were AMPG, Alpha Mike, Papa Golf, and LVGO, Lima, Victor, Golf, Oscar. Somebody in Zinger Nation, somebody out there in the chat, type those tickers into the chat for your fellow Zingers who I went too quickly for, uh, so they can have those ideas as well. I'm not in either of those. I guess let's take a quick look at the charts. AMPG. Oops. There's the warrants. There's the stock. All right. So AMPG, that, that was the one. Uh, and, I, and I recall this one. This this was the one that he was definitely more bullish on. Here Here's a one-year chart, daily candles. Um, you know, said, said wants to see this thing break out again. And, and then LVGO is the other one. Uh, nope. LGVO? Live... VGO. All right, somebody help me out with this ticker. It's Livingo. Livingo. It's the biotech stock. Somebody will know what it is. If you know what it is, help me out. Uh, uh, and, and somebody else, Nate, saying he's got another joke about John Deere. I would love to hear that. Um, but all right, guys. It is time for us to bring a very special guest onto the Power Hour. Uh, it is 12:30. If you're just joining us, just just a quick little preview of what's ahead. Uh, I promise today I'm I'm gonna do do do. I've got four stocks to pitch. Four stocks that I currently own in the live portfolio. That's a live account that we look at every single day. Try try to make all of our trades in here for for the sake of being transparent, guys. Uh, so 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 I talked through two of them. I have two more. Um, we, we are going to be bringing on the CEO of of ENG Global at, at one o'clock Eastern. And of course, we are going to keep cruising with trade ideas. But without further ado, I am going to bring our special guest onto the stream. <music> Sylvia, what's up? Welcome to the Power Hour. We are glad to have you here. Hi, great to be here. How's it going? So far, so good. It's a short week. The sun is shining. I, I do need to go. Yeah, Jesus. I looked behind myself and saw something I didn't want to see. Hold on one second. Spencer, why did Airbnb not tell me then? All right, sorry. I had to adjust that. Uh, University of Michigan basketball last night. They lost. I had to get that out of the, the frame. <laughs> you know, bad omen for the day, bad omen for my trading. Um, so, so thanks, thanks for bearing with me there. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but, 
but but, but what's <laughs> up with you? I, I guess I guess I, I really didn't give you a full intro. So so could you talk to us a little bit about your background about defiance, and then let, let's dig into some of these funds. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Uh, so I am the CIO of Defiance ETFs, and we're basically a fintech asset management firm. You know, ETFs is one of the things that we do. We do a few other things and have a, a couple other business lines. But uh, for our talk today, the, the purpose of, of that is going to be around the ETFs. So we think about things in terms of the next generation investor, um, the next generation products, themes, innovation, technology, and disruption. So everything that we do is catered to creating products in those spaces, trying to make them as cheap as possible, and um, pretty much you know introduce and welcome them to the new generation of traders that that really attack the market this year and and uh, you know have us excited about trading again. All right, I like it. I've got two specific funds that I was hoping to dive into today. Um, I, I want to do hydrogen. I also wanted to do 5G. Do, do you have a specific place you would prefer starting? Um, we can we can start with hydrogen if that works for you. All right, let, let's start with hydrogen. So 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 I guess <laughs> you know first things first. I guess t tell us about the sector. What what made you guys want to launch the fund? Was it from customer demand? Is it forward looking? You see this as the next frontier. Uh, you know where where all did that come from? So super forward looking, um, some of the companies that are in the hydrogen fund and, and other products out there have been around for a long time, but there hasn't really been this actual focus on investing in the space. So right now the investment in hydrogen is in the 150, $200 billion mark. And that's poised to grow to about 11 trillion by 2050. So, you know, before that was just sort of a nice idea and a number, but now things are actually happening. Um, so basically technology exists to utilize, store, transfer hydrogen and use it as an energy source. Um, the costs are going down and it's, it's a big priority for global governments. So, you know, the Saudis just pumped 700 million into it. The EU came out and said that they're gonna invest 2 trillion in coming years, you know, the US couple hundred million. So, you know, there's this big focus on becoming carbon neutral by 2050. And I think that, you know, now that, you know, we sort of have this new president in, in office and he's committing to infrastructure, infrastructure spend and, you know, so much of his focus is going to be around climate and things like that. I, I just think it's it's really the time for hydrogen and, and uh, it's a, you know, nascent sector. So we came out with the first hydrogen ETF. It's the cheapest one too. It's it's 30 bips, and we're basically giving you access to the companies that um, generate their revenues from hydrogen or fuel cell technology. Awesome. And if you guys are just joining us, uh, we we did get a little bit of news from from Infrastructure Week this week. We know that at least EV charging networks are going to be a part of that. So it definitely speaks towards the the push toward towards green energy green infrastructure. Um, and so Sylvia, can you talk to us a little bit about the the stock selection that, that's in the fund? Is it US based? Is it global, small stocks, large stocks? How involved in hydrogen are they, et cetera? Yeah, sure. So it's um, there actually aren't that many pure plays out there in the market. So the index has 25 holdings, you know, and we're giving you access to the pure play names. So some of the examples of that would be plug power. So plug power now, for example, they use hydrogen fueled engines um, and cranes and forklifts and things like that being used by companies like Amazon, NASA, Home Depot. You know, they're trying to, again, lower their their emissions and their carbon footprint in their warehouses. So that already exists um you've got tickers like fuel in there which is basically they they store transfer 
um, process create hydrogen for for use. Uh, so you're looking at companies like that basically that that have you know some sort of um, research implementation or use of hydrogen or fuel sec fuel cell technology. Um, they're global, so most of the names are domestic, but you do have some um, overseas names in there. And, you know, namely in the countries that have invested a lot in this. So UK is in there, you know, South Korea, you've got some some China in there. And it's basically giving you access to all the companies that are on the forefront of hydrogen technology. Okay, awesome. And like, like going off what you just mentioned, right there, there's not a ton of pure play hydrogen stocks yet. Um, so, so I imagine that we will have new entrants into the market. We will also have companies that are trying to get it going, just can't and go bust. Uh, so, so how often are, is, is the ETF being rebalanced? Are we seeing new, new stocks in there, stocks exit, et cetera? Yeah, so so that's a great point. I mean, I think, you know, we're we're going to we're always sort of going to look at the universe of available names in there. And, you know, if if there's an appropriate name that sort of is is big enough and liquid enough and, and is true to that 50% of its revenue or more from hydrogen and fuel cell technology, you know, it'll get added. On the other hand, if um, if there's a company that, for example, stops investing or stops doing research and falls below that revenue line, they would probably get removed from the index. So, you know, you ha you have your you have your rebalance cycles and and whatnot, but the constituents in, in this index are are going to be re reviewed, you know, looked at at least on a monthly basis and. Um, you know, there's a reconstitution, of course, annually and, um, and and then regular rebalances along the way. Awesome. And guys, we, we have the ticker in the chat there. Again, it's Hotel Delta Romeo Oscar. That's H-D-R-O. Um, all right. And, and anything else that we should talk about with regard to hydrogen? Because I do want to talk about 5G a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, it, it, it's sort of, it, it's really interesting since we came out with this product, there's been so much interest in it. And so much of that interest is coming from people who who work in the space of, you know, environmental sciences and things like that. And and people in, in sort of like the finance and trading world, I think they, they sort of like liked the idea of it, but had, you know, kind of like no idea what it is and what it actually does. So I think it's cool to know that, you know, there are cars that are, that are, that are, that are powered by hydrogen, you know, through fuel cell technology, again, cranes, machines, things like that being used by the biggest companies in the S&P 500 to go carbon neutral. You know, there was, there was just like a, a motorboat being tested in, in Japan yeah, uh, cool. last weekend. Yeah. Using, you know, hydrogen fuel, fuel cell technology. So it, it's really everywhere. Um, and it's, it's just interesting enough, like quick fact, it's the most abundant element in the universe. Um, it has to be isolated. So, you know, essentially through the process of electrolysis, um, you're, you know, you're separating hydrogen from oxygen and then, you know, through a transfer of a fuel cell, you're separating electrons and protons. And, and when hydrogen and oxygen meet on the other side, they create water, which is essentially non-toxic, whereas 90% of the fossil fuels that we use right now are harmful to the environment. You know, the aftermath of the hydrogen uh, process is water. So, um, you know, definitely high hopes for how well it will impact the environment if it can be used as an energy source going forward. And at the top of the segment, you you, you threw out a number. I think it was like a 2025 size of the market. Can, can you give us that one again? 
Yeah, actually, it's it's a uh, 2050 size is oh, is 11 trillion. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be 11 trillion, and we're we're at like 150 to 200 billion, you know, depending on sort of the day. But you just keep hearing these announcements come out daily, you know, like this country's putting another 50 million in, this country's putting a couple billion in, and whatnot. So it, it is, you know, it, it is definitely on the forefront of the minds of global leaders to become carbon neutral. And the cool thing is, hydrogen can actually be used as an energy source, and there's enough of it. Um, for the population to consume. So things like solar, water, wind, energy, you know, like that stuff is obviously amazing. It's being utilized now. Um, uh, other forms of alternative energy, clean energy and things like that, but it can't really support the growth of, of, of our population going forward. So it's actually a viable energy source for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting. And, and you're, we, we've, it's been like a hot topic for the past couple of weeks, especially on the show. It's like we've had a handful of people in who have talked about either individual stocks, the sector as a whole, et cetera. I still don't have exposure. I think maybe maybe I should. It's just it's for me, it's not a space that I know well. And that's why like a product like this is compelling for me is, OK, you know, I, I don't know the space well, like like very sciencey stocks. I, I typically avoid just because I think that I'm at a competitive disadvantage in those names. Um, and, and so I, I like the idea of just having sector exposure in general. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's a great point. And if you look at some of these like plug and fuel, I, like last, you know, last year, I mean, they were up triple digits in some cases. So performance is definitely there. And you make a great point. Like, you know, I'm not a scientist either, right? We, we, we want to avoid that single stock um, lack of diversification risk when we put this in our portfolios. I think ETFs are a good way to go. Yep, I, I like it. Um, and again, guys, ticker uh, HDRO, Hotel Delta Romeo Oscar. Somebody in Zinger Nation out there, drop the ticker in the chat. Help me out. Help your fellow Zingers out. Um, <laughs> and then can we talk about 5G for a second too? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So so, so 5G is a space that I do have some individual stock exposure. Um, I, I think that, it, that it's a super interesting space. I, I became a believer when, when I got the, the new iPhone that, that had 5G on it. Like I... But, before that, I was like, LTE, 4G, it's pretty fast, you know, but like, what do I need to yeah. upgrade for? <laughs> I got it. I was like, holy shit. Wow. This is blazing fast. Uh, and, and like the the pitch that I had been hearing of, hey, they're not going to need to dig internet lines into homes anymore to give people internet. This 5G is fast enough to support all your Wi-Fi and, and home computing needs. Uh, was it, it made sense to me. Like I was, it was fast enough. That I was like, okay, yes, th this is compelling. So, so I'm curious where you're at with 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 5G, and, and then can you talk about what is in the the fund in particular? Because it seems like every company has some sort of 5G exposure, or is it pure plays like like some of the hardware providers, is it the big telecom names, etc. Yeah, sure. So interestingly enough, so so 5G was was one of the first launches that we had at Defiance and it's over a billion dollars now. So the amount and most of that growth has happened over the last year, by the way, in that interest. And, you know, the, the way that we thought about it and sort of like why we launched it, we always try to think about the next generation, right? Like what what is going to disrupt communications? What is going to disrupt energy? What is going to disrupt, you know, like the tech names, the classic old school um, software technology companies. So if you look at the communicate major communications ETF products out there and just some of the names in that space, you know, they're like Google, they're Facebook, um, they're, they're sort of, you know, social media companies and things like that, but which is awesome because they've done really well. But if you want access to pure communication, like, you know, telecom, 
router providers, um, broadband networks, cell towers, um, you know, REITs essentially that that have the real estate to to build the cell towers and things like that, mobility, um, chips and things like that. You know, that's what we consider actually what will power the future of communication and 5G. So as you said, Apple came out with the iPhone and I think that's the first time that like it almost became a real thing to people. Yep. You know, you can turn it on the phone and you me. see that little, yeah. yeah, right. And like, and actually it's, it's funny because people point out to me too, like, yeah, I got the new iPhone, but it still says 4G, right? So it does depend on where you live and it also shows you that this is still a growing thing, right? It's just sort the of- The takeaway we're, here is everybody should come move to Detroit, drive up our right. property values a little bit. That would help me out and you'll get some nice 5G, so. Exactly, exactly, right? You get you get faster communications and whatnot. So, um, I and I agree with you too. I noticed the difference right away. Um, so what does that mean though? Like that will impact every industry that we know. It'll impact AI, um, driverless cars. It'll impact the healthcare industry and the ability for like doctors, researchers, um, you know, whatever it might be around the world to share information uh, within seconds that might impact the outcome of a decision that they make in patient care. Um, it'll, it'll be, it'll allow us to share information globally, again, very efficiently and quickly. It's going to um, to affect the way that we communicate and uh, the speed at which we communicate. So what it will do is essentially, it, it is, it's that next generation of, of communications. Everything will be sort of faster, more efficient and universally available, universally available because of the 5G network and all the companies that go into it. So what's in it? Um, you've got like analog devices, NXP, Qualcomm, um, Nokia, AT&T, Skyworks. You've got... Um, You've, you've you've got Crown Castle, which is like a um, a a re a re company. Um, so it's giving you access to, and it's really interesting too, because if you look at like the banks and when they write about communication and five G, a lot of them take different approaches. Like I saw a Morgan Stanley piece where they were saying that, you know, the the future of communications and like where you have to put all your money is cell towers, right? And then another bank comes out and says it's it's definitely chips, right? Because we need chips for for the speed, we need chips for um, for the routers to work and AI and all that kind of stuff and, and the driverless car thing, uh, machine learning, big data processing. So all of these things go into 5G and what a 5G company is. Um, so this, our index is actually pretty broad based. I mean, there's there's well over 150 names in there, um, and you're getting access to all of these different disruptive sort of trends um, that go into making 5G work. Yeah, and and I, and I noticed that that you have two of my favorite stocks in there. One of them I, I own, uh, and it, it's in the long term portfolio. It's not like a, a swing trade stock for me, but ticker INSG. India mm -hmm. November, Sandy it's Golf, I'm getting yeah, killed it's on one. it. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one, me. though. It's a good one, though. Yeah, exactly. So so my pitch on it basically is uh, I think that, that there, it just makes more sense that Comcast does not have to dig a line into my home to give me internet. And, and yeah. CEO en enables my house to get that 5G infrastructure, beam it back out as Wi-Fi for all my devices. Um and so, so that's why I really like that one. And I love that you know that stock too. Nobody knows that stock. Yeah, I, I love that stock too. And, and you know, I, I'm getting a little bit hammered on that one, <laughs> that one too. But I think a lot of that is also just like what's been going on with growth and the 10-year one. And some of these names are being like um, inexplicably, I think, harmed in the near term and, and, you know, chip shortage and stuff like that. But totally agree with you. I mean, Insego is pretty much the brains behind the operation. So yes, it's, it's, it's a great, great stock to look at. <laughs> 
All right, well, it, and it's one of those stocks that I know amazingly well. We don't have time today, but one day, guys, everybody out there in, in the chat, uh, I'm going to do a full history of Insego in, in how Trump crashed the stock 50% but ended up saving the company. That That's my <laughs> teaser for it. But basically, they, they had a deal on the table with China. It got killed by Trump, and it ended up being amazing for, for, long, for the company long term that I got killed, so... We'll do a full history there. And, and everybody in the chat's asking, I for, sorry, I forgot to give the ticker, F-I-V-G, Foxtrot India, Victor Golf. And, and yeah. Sylvia, I don't know if you're involved in the website at all, but you guys have like the best website ever. Yeah, I, 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 give, amazing. I, I give full credit to uh, Jacob Ingram, who's our chief marketing officer. He, he, he's just, he, he's awesome. It's, uh, it's, it's super high tech, and I think, I think it fits the spirit of what we do really well. All right, and, and I see I see Neil, who, who's our marketing guy, is, is in the chat watching too. So, Neil, check out the Defiance ETF uh, website. It's a good one. But awesome, Sylvia. <laughs> thanks for coming thanks. on today. We're talking hydrogen. Thanks for uh, We're talking me. 5G. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right. All right, guys. Um, yeah, Ruel, nice teaser. There we go. I'm not even being discreet with that one. Um, uh, no, Neil is a marketing guy. He's our CMO, okay? Chief Marketing Officer. Is marketing a real thing or is that like a fake thing? I don't know. But but anyways, uh Eyes, motherfucker. Alright. Just testing the soundboard randomly. Again, we got hundreds of new sounds. You're hearing them all for the first time, just like I am. Uh but alright guys, uh let, let, let's get back to it. Uh, I'm gonna gonna preview the rest of the show. If you're just joining us, CEO of N Global joining us at one o'clock Eastern. So that's about ten minutes from now. Uh, I promised four stock pitches today. Um, I already did two. Um, I'll, I'll do one more uh, before we we get into our next guest. And then also let's look at Palantir. P L T R. Let, let's look at Palantir. Um, uh, and guys, like the stream, share the stream. Like, like I said earlier, with, with a, a heavy heart, we don't have Jason with us this week. He's saying that, that the viewership is too low to be worth his time. I like having Jason here. When he's not here, I typically have to go for two hours straight. I get tired doing that. Okay. Um, uh, uh, and, and then also, let's, let's put the speculation to rest about the Pepsi versus the Coke thing. I go both ways, okay? I, I'm a switch hitter. Uh, you know, say what you will about with me, but, you know, Neil, Neil knows I go both ways. Um, you know, I did, in fact, buy three Pepsis before coming on today to keep hydrated. Uh, I do also have the Red Bull. I don't think this counts even as an energy drink, but, but you know, it's more, it's like a mixer more, more than anything. But all right, guys, um, let, let, let's hop into it with, with Palantir, stock idea, guest, rapid fire, 10 minutes on the clock. Testing a new sound to kick this one off. Let's hear it. Do you understand what love means? Boom. All right. Let, let's go. Uh, Palantir stock pitch gas 10 minutes. Having some strength finally out of Palantir. Thank God. Let's look at the stock, the position that we have in the live account right here that we look at every single day. Palantir. There it is. Wait, 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 wait. We still have puts against this thing. What? Why are we getting? Wait! 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 A minute here. We sell call. We do covered calls on Palantir. Do we sell puts? April 16, 2021. How do, you, how do you not remember? Don't you have a spreadsheet? 
No, I don't have a spreadsheet. Neil, I got a brokerage get out account. Of, get out one of your cute spreadsheets. All right, minus three. We collected 286 bucks. So it must have been that we, I thought that we sold puts against it. I'm, I'm almost certain that we sold puts against the stock. Um, stock's up today. Why? Why? Oh, duh. I'm an idiot. We sold puts against the stock. Stock is up. The puts are down. We're short the puts. So that nets us up. Neil, do not go anywhere. You're coming back on. All right, so, so that's what we did. Yes, thank you. People in the chat know my trades better than myself. Sorry, okay? It's been a long day already. I had the first, my first call this morning was at 7 a.m. Eastern, which means I was here by 6.45, all right, with the, with the uh, brokerage you work with in China. But yes, I sold the 22 strike puts. Stock getting some love. Uh, again, the, the, the trade here, you sell puts, it makes you synthetically long the stock. $22 strike. We got paid, uh, let's see, 92 cents. Uh, $92 a contract to sell these puts. Um, if the stock gets to April 16th, it's above 22 bucks. We take our $92 per contract. It, it's in our brokerage account. We say, yay. Um, okay. And then, and then we go on to our, our, our next trade and, and keep it rolling from there. All right. Spencer Israel is dying right now, too. We're just bringing the whole gang on. This is a rambunctious time. No, no Jason this week. All right. Um, uh, all right. So, 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 so there's the deal. Palantir, I'm down with it. If it stays above that, that 22, great. If it goes below 22, we're effectively buying the stock for 21 bucks. I, I like the strength that we're seeing today. It's been a while since we've had a day like this on Palantir. Here, here's the five-day chart. Here's one month chart. So still a good deal off of the highs. I'm holding this one long, not touching the position. Throwing it to Zinger Nation. If you guys like Palantir at this price, 23.60, drop me the one in the chat. If not, throw me the two. I want to see where, where everyone is at. Um, and, and we'll try another sound. There's Bozo over here. Oh, Neil, that was for you, baby. All right. <laughs> and, and then I promised I would do a stock pitch too. All right. I thought I was going to be doing this solo, uh, but, but I just had two randos hop onto my show for me, which, which I, I appreciate. You're fired. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm on point. You guys got me fired up now. Okay. All right. I'm going to pitch a stock. I already own the stock. It's already in the live portfolio. I'm going to pitch it again. I'm going to say why I still like this thing. Neil and Spencer are going to criticize me. Ready for the ticker SCHW. That's Sandy Charlie Hotel Whiskey. Charles Schwab. That's right. Your, your favorite broker. Talk to Chuck. I don't know if they still use that tagline, but, uh, you know, they, 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 there we go. I thought you were, um, yeah, were going to you. You say monster, MNST. I thought that's gone. Doesn't that go to Coke, MNST? No, that's still around. All right, whatever. All right, Charles Schwab, okay? I don't... Financial not Celsius. Up. Screw Celsius. We'll talk about that one tomorrow, maybe. Okay? All right, but 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 Charles Schwab, uh, basically, here's why I like the stock, guys. Um, at Benzinga, right? We, we get 15 million people a month reading about stock market information. A lot of the traffic that we get comes from the online brokerages. We saw a huge spike. Traffic literally doubled when GameStop happened. I'll show you guys the numbers tomorrow. I'm putting it on the list. BZ.com numbers, but that speaks. It's like a general indicator. The amount of traffic we get is an indicator for how much stock market interest there is. Um, and, and so traffic went crazy when GameStop happened. It has remained elevated, which tells me that, that the online brokers are seeing continued high interest. So they not only opened a ton of accounts, they're going to have a ton of trade activity, a ton of interest on, on any content that we do has to do with options. The brokerages do make a lot of money from options. Uh, and, and so that's why I like Charles Schwab. I like it into the earnings report. And then also, you guys know that I'm more defensive than less defensive right now, right? I, I'm, I'm not all out, you know, 200% margin. Yes, do I have a little bit of margin in the account? It, it sort of pains me. Here's the live account. 
We scroll down, we see yeah, negative fifteen thousand dollars of cash, right? So we okay, we got some margin. Wait, but, but I want to be. Are you? Do you think you're sharing your screen right now, bro? Yeah, you're not. Oh, Spencer Israel came on and took it away. All right, so 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 we do have some margin, right? Not not great, okay. But 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 whatever. That that that's the reality of the situation. I don't love the situation I'm in, and I actually like Charles Schwab as a a defensive stock. Okay, we, we saw the world get spooked when rates rose. What's one of the big ways that Charles Schwab makes money? It's effectively a bank. Uh, when, when interest rates go up, they, they make more money. Uh, so, so I think you've got two things going on for it. Uh, plus the, the multiples, the valuation is not crazy by any sort of means. So, so you, you've got what I think are going to be a strong numbers in this next quarterly report. Plus you have some, some of that interest rate defensiveness. Um, and, and so there's the deal. That's why I like Charles Schwab right now. And Don't get technical with me. Don't get technical with me. All right, drop the mic. Wait. Luke. What's up, Spencer? Fire. We just went through it. We just had this discussion yesterday. Where did you where did you get that clip? What is that from? What Luke, that's some bullshit. Eat my shorts. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I made I made a commitment not to do the soundboard thing because I thought Luke, it was like Luke. he's like he, Luke is the Please. carrot top of 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 stock analysis. All right, Please. he's the carrot top of financial media. We just I choose not to be a, a prop a prop based presenter. What Spencer? What we just got like yelled at, not yelled at, but a written warning from YouTube. Please chill with with the copyrighted sound drops, Luke. I don't remember asking you a goddamn. Oh my god. <laughs> Luke, we've got our next guest in the waiting room. This is a horrible first impression. I have to <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll leave you to it, Spencer. Oh, oh my God! You, now you're gonna throw it to me. Fantastic. All right. Uh, <laughs> this show went off the rails here in the last minute. I apologize. Yeah, I think we finally found him. <laughs> we found this. Show. I feel like myself. Okay, yeah, being, exactly. being a show by yourself as Jason bailed on you is not easy. All right. So I appreciate the camaraderie that you guys brought. To I'm here for you. I saw you drink with Pepsi. I started to get worried, baby. I had to come if, in. If any, yes, thank you. If anybody wants to come on and guest host the power hour tomorrow, four day week, power hour at Benzinga.com or Spencer Israel at Benzinga.com. Those are the email <laughs> addresses. Uh, you know, drop the line. I need a co-host tomorrow. Unless Neil's oh down. But God. just give it right. an email to the internet, man. Thank you. That. Sean, Sean, it does count as fair use. I don't know why they're striking us. Yeah, I think it's fair use too. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Time for a guest. All right. We'll take it. All right, guys. Oh. Pre previewing what's ahead. Uh, we we we've yeah. got back to back awesome guests that are coming up. I'm gonna throw it over to my main man Spencer Israel. To, to, take it away, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Uh, let, let's bring some sanity back to this show. See you, Neil. See you, Luke. All right. I am about to be joined now in a moment by Mark Hess. CEO of N Global, uh, uh, former CFO until about a month ago, and he's taken uh, the reins over at the company. We're going to talk about uh, the transition, uh, mostly the company's transition, right? Uh, we, we spend a lot of time, we see a lot of headlines about uh, transition, uh, you know, oil and gas companies transitioning to renewables and what goes into that, right? What, what what exactly goes into that transition? Easier said than done. We're going to talk about that um, and and just the the shift of the, of the industry away from oil and gas into uh, into renewables and and we're going to talk about the company. I mean, the stock has been kind of crazy. I'll bring it up here in a second. And I believe this was one. This was a name that was pitched on our show. I want to say back in January. I want to say. Pretty sure it's January. Producer AB, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's January. Um, 
and it's been a high flyer for the last couple of months. And I want to I want to see if we can get some explanation as to as, as to what that's about. So yeah, there's the chart there um, on for ENG. So we're gonna have uh, Mark on here in a second, and then as um, as was mentioned uh, after Mark, we're going we're going back to back. I suspect. Uh, today, after Mark, I've got Sean Dubravac, the chief economist at IPC. Sean is uh, not just an economist, but he's also like a futurist. So uh, if you have any questions about emerging technologies and, and as it relates to any economic force, be it demographics or whatever, Sean's going to be our guy for that. So we're going to talk to Sean about like long term uh, trends. Also, wanna, we're going to hit on with both our guests uh, the infrastructure plan today that's being announced. Supposedly.